Log Talk Radio. Michael Trent, Scott and Mike and their versatility bring new light to many topics in and out of the world of fantasy sports. Guests can reach the show by calling 347-324-5404. Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. Let's hope they're still friends afterwards. Here they are, Scott and Mike. Mike, uh, it's, uh, the switchboard is lit up tonight. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special call-in prize giveaway show. I'm Scott Atkins, Team Legacy in the world of high-stakes fantasy football. As always, joined by my big blue co-host from Brandenburg, Kentucky, Michael Trent. And, Mikey, this is such a special time of year. We're so ecstatic with everything that's going on at FF Toolbox here at the box. Uh, we've got the World Championship coming. We've got rollable drafts that are drafting every day. And now we have the uh, the Mock Draft World Championship, and we just launched today the preseason pro contest, the picks from the pros. How's it going, my man? Hey, it's going great, Scott. And it sounds like uh, everything's going good on your end. Uh, a lot of exciting things happening with the uh, FS Toolbox and FFWC. Uh, I just love the concept that we have going tonight, and uh, I'm expecting uh, – you know, I want to hear some good stuff. Now, when you guys call in, I want to hear some good questions to where we can, uh, you know, we can break things down to where uh, everybody listening can, uh, you know, make make something happen with them. Well, we want we want to we want them to benefit for sure. Uh, let's go ahead and get a caller on the air on the six zero nine area code. This is the Red versus Blue show. What's your question? What's your name? This is Shaw. How are you? Good man. What what is it, Shaw? Yeah. Shaw, okay. What's going on, man? Um, if you have a minute, just wanted to kind of just give you my my um my lineup. I guess my team that I just drafted a couple of days ago in the auction league. Sure. Um, yeah, so it's a half point PPR, and all touchdowns are six points. Um, so we start a QB, two running backs, one wide receiver. Uh, R-B-W-R-T-E and a W-R-T-E. And what I have penciled in right now is R-G-3. And then my two running backs I have is uh, Giovanni and Spiller. My wide receiver I have is Reggie Wayne. And then my R-B-W-R-T-E is Daryl Richardson. And my W-R-T-E is Antonio Brown. Um, On my bench, I have Lamar Miller, Cecil Shorts, and Jason Witten. What do you guys think? It's a 14-team league. Oh, 14. That was, that was my first question. So it's a 14-team league. And uh, yeah. let's see. So you started off the draft with Spiller, and then your second pick was? Who well, was it's an auction pick? draft. So it's, it's an auction. Oh, draft, auction. So. That's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Well, the RG3, RG3, Geo, Spiller, Reggie Wayne, uh, Trent Richardson. Is that correct? No, Daryl Richardson. Daryl Richardson. Darryl Richardson. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, I love and, I love the bench that you have there with Lamar Miller, Cecil Shorts, Jason Witten is always a a guy that you can count on. But you only start one wide receiver in the league, and you chose Reggie Wayne. And you know what? We're pretty high on Reggie Wayne. Uh, we're probably higher. If you go to Fantasy Pros, you can check out how all the sites rank him. And I think we're a little bit higher at FF Toolbox than others because we believe in luck. If you believe in luck, you believe in that entire cast there. With Pep Hamilton reuniting, 
uh, with Luck and Fleener. Uh, we've got T.Y. Hilton, who's on the up, uptick. So I like Wayne in there. I'm a little worried that Gio might not be like the week one guy that you need. So I would actually prefer maybe Lamar Miller or maybe Daryl Richardson week one until we see. Because Bernard, I think he's playing Chicago, right, week one? You may want to just wait for him to kind of get into his groove. He's going to get his touches. They've, they've got to get him 10 to 15 touches right out of the gate because he's so electric. I love Geo. Uh, so I'm, I'm a fifth-round Geo guy. In the fifth round, I take Geo because he's the kind of guy that can win you a contest, you know, the whole thing in the last couple of weeks. Mike, what do you think? Antonio Brown, Daryl Richardson, he's, he's pretty loaded here. Yeah, yeah, his team looks good, but I totally agree with what you say about Geo. Uh, Gio's going to be uh, he's going to be fine, but it's going to take a couple weeks. I mean, he's not going to explode. He's not going to get he's not going to get you two TDs, uh, 125 rushing, uh, you know, 50 receiving in that first week. It's going to take him two or three weeks. But uh, I think I think Gio and Spiller, man, I love that combo right there. So, so uh, one last question, and I'll, I'll hang up, guys. Um, you see, I, I got crazy depth, right? With my running backs. Um, do you think? Uh, do you think just just ride the depth and just to see how the season goes before I package someone up for for a super receiver, or just just leave it as it is? Yeah, you know what? You're not going to get value for Lamar Miller and Daryl Richardson until we see them play. And I and right, I like right. those guys. They they both represent really good value. I'd hang tight. And then you know the, the situations there are a little dicey. So I would say if Daryl Richardson looks really good in the beginning. You know, he's got to play some tough defense in Seattle and San Fran all year. Arizona's are getting a little bit better in the run. I, w- I would say, look, maybe there's a quick a quick sell opportunity there. Uh, and, and maybe you could package him with maybe like a, a Cecil Shorts because once Blackman gets back, maybe maybe it gets a little more difficult and the quarterback situation a little dicey. Maybe you can even upgrade to a, a premium wide receiver by packaging a couple of those guys up. Yeah. How do you- and what do, you guys think about, what do you guys think about RG3? Uh, assuming he's healthy, he's going to be all right? Mike, I'll give you that one. I, yeah, I, I mean, I think he'll be fine. It, it's just uh, who's your backup quarterback? Kirk Cousins for now, but I can pick yep. up. Leader. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine there yeah. because Kirk Cousins, he's already proven that this guy can play. Uh, RG three, yep. Kirk Cousins. I, I think he'll be fine with that. Uh, you know, we're going we're going to take down your uh, lineup and roster. And uh, what's your name again? Shah S H A H. Okay, so uh, here's what you need to do to claim your prize. Email me, scott at fftoolbox.com, and tell me which prize you want. What are you going to go for, the mock draft championship team, or are you going to get those preseason pro picks from the uh, the high-stakes pros? I didn't even know there was any prizes, man. I just, I, I'm just happy you guys asked my questions. All right, well, cool. Definitely email me, scott at fftoolbox.com, and you can make your choice of the mock draft world championship, a free team there. Uh, or and it takes about five minutes to draft, so you can get entered into that big prize package where we're giving away $5,000 cash or a Las Vegas fantasy dream vacation where you get a couple of nice tower penthouse suite at the Mirage. You get airfare for two anywhere in the United States, and then you uh, you get a free seat at the 2014 Fantasy Football World Championship and $1,000 spending cash. So definitely worth the five minutes to go ahead and put the team in and take a shot like everybody else. Sounds good, guys. Thanks, and good luck to your squad. Thank you. All right, Shaw, uh, with a, with a good auction question, we're we're gonna it's gonna be like this all night, Mike. Let's go to the six seven eight area code. Six seven eight. What's your name and and your question? Hey, good good evening. I'm, my name is CJ. I had uh, two questions for you, if I might. Uh, sure. The first was, hello. Yep, I got you, man. Go I'm ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, yep. I heard uh, First was, how much stock do you put into the strength of schedule? Do you use that as kind of a tiebreaker to making your picks of a team you're taking a quarterback from the team who gave up the most points at the quarterbacks last year, or do you, does that even factor into it for you? And then secondly, I'm in an 18-league standard non-PPR, and I've got the eighth and then the wraparound pick, uh, so I got eight and nine. And I'm debating if I should take two running backs, or I'm thinking uh, one running back and one of the stud wide receivers like Calvin Johnson might be there. Trent Richardson and Calvin is what I'm what I'm hoping for. Uh, Mike, well, go ahead. Uh, you you start on CJ's first question. I'll give you the strength of schedule question. Well, I, you know, I was going to go with either one of them. Uh, strength of schedule, honestly, I don't really look at that too much. But uh, I'll I'll go ahead and let uh, Scott take care of much of uh, much of that. But uh, uh, the eight nine, you know, that's a term that uh, really, you know, 
Right now, what I'm looking at in the mock drafts and what I'm seeing is you better get those. Uh, you better get them quick as far as running backs through the first uh, six, seven rounds. Uh, when you or six, seven picks. When you come to picks eight and nine, you better go wide receiver, in my opinion, or maybe even a tight end. You might want to. I mean, you might want to chase uh, Jimmy Graham. Uh, but uh, strength of schedule, uh, I've never been a big proponent of that, and I've never looked at it too much at all. And I'll go ahead and answer uh, for CJ. Look, strength of schedule is a very popular tool at SF Toolbox. A lot of people look at this, especially as it evolves more in the week. Look, at the beginning of the year, you don't really know if those defenses are going to be as bad as they were last year or as good. A lot changes in the, in the offseason, so you've got to pay attention to that. Uh, but when you see Dallas as a Tony Romo is the, the easiest schedule, that's kind of nice right. to see. I mean, he's going to have shootouts. We kind of knew that already. Denver and Peyton Manning, he's number two on the schedule. That's kind of nice to see. But I'm not going to use it and say, oh, Alex Smith, Kansas City, third easiest schedule. I think I'll draft him. I'm not really prepared to do that at that level. I was trying to use it as maybe as a tiebreaker. If I had two guys really close yeah. – I would see who has the best strength of schedule, and I would go with the easier strength of schedule to break the tie. I kind of like, I kind of like that, CJ. I, I really do, do. And, and I like the fantasy playoff schedule. Like, I like to look at that every once in a while because let me tell you something. Right. When you see Atlanta playing, uh, like last year, it was Atlanta and Detroit, and that's a big money game, week sixteen. When you know that one, right. of, you know, your league is going to be decided on week sixteen, and you can have guys on that game. I used that several times when I was kind of breaking the tie, Mike. And that turned out to be a very big fantasy game. And the year before, I think it was New Orleans and Atlanta. And it's the exact same thing. If you see a big power matchup like that in Week 16, uh, I kind of like to exploit it. And then finally, your second question, the 8-9 turn, I definitely want to get you a running back in the first round, come back and get you a stud-wide receiver in the second. And you're very safe at that point. You're not chasing a position. There's very good wide receivers you're going to get in the – on that on that wraparound, that comeback, if you can get a Julio or a Demarius, uh, I, I even like Mike's suggestion of a Jimmy Graham, but not this year. This year is the year to wait on tight end, wait on quarterback, and just get you a good running back in a court in a, in a wide receiver in those first two. Mike, you want to finish? Yeah, I, you know, I just uh, I, I I agree with that. You know, I think that you can, uh, especially with that uh, league format, with how short it is, eight nine, you can do that. Yep. Uh, CJ, uh, send an email to Scott at SF Toolbox. Which one you want, man? The uh, the mock draft championship or the preseason pro package? Oh, the preseason pro package, definitely. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, oh, thanks for calling, I and uh, it. good luck in your drafts, man. Good luck this year. Right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. All right, that was CJ from the six seven eight. I wish I knew these area codes, man. Four oh seven is next. You're on Red versus Blue with Scott and Mike. What's your name and what's your question? Uh, hi, this is Brian. What's up, Brian? What's going on, man? Hey, uh, not much, guys. Um, uh, thanks for uh, allowing me to call in. Uh, i got to say, first off, I enjoy your tweets. Love the website. It's like the last place that I go to usually before I'm getting ready to watch games. So i just got to give you props on that. Thank you, sir. Um, two, two questions, if I could if I could get them in. The first one, I'm in a 14-team uh, league. It's the first time I've ever been in a league this big. Um, mm-hmm. It's a non-PPR, and I'm drafting in the fifth spot. So my question has to do with a little bit of strategy early. Um, when when start looking for a quarterback, and also when to start looking for a guy like Tavon Austin. I'm really high on him, and you know I don't want to pick him too early, but you know just trying to get a feel for a new format. Mike, we've been playing 14-team leagues uh, in the NFFC for yeah. years. You want to talk about the 14 a little bit? Yeah, that 14-teamer, that it's a beast. Uh, it's, it's something to uh, overcome. It's something to master. But uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, you, you can do it. Uh, quarterback, I would I would continue to wait. I would wait and wait and wait. Uh, just let the first one come off the board and then just wait again. Uh, as far as Tavon Austin, David Austin has a lot of uh, upside, a lot of potential. I mean, this guy's going to be great. Uh, you know, as far as what round, I'm, I'm really not sure. But, you know, when it comes to quarterbacks, uh, you know, I 
I mean, that's your main question, really, and I would wait a little bit. Okay. Yeah, um, so you've got, four team, you've got a four-team team league, non-PPR. Your first question is uh, what, do you, what do you do in the, uh, the early part of the draft? Was that the first, or do you want to just talk about Tavon Austin? No, it, it, it's right. a non-PPR and quarterback. When should it take his quarterback in uh, Tavon gotcha. Austin? Okay. Gotcha. Right. Yep. It doesn't change. It doesn't change for me, Brian. Uh, when uh, when you take your quarterback, it's the same. Now you do have to pay attention. I, I don't want to just tell you wait on the quarterback. What I'd rather say is just be one of the last guys to take a quarterback. Sometimes that run happens early and you have to adapt. Sometimes it happens later in the draft and you're cool with that. But don't panic. Okay. I want to say when there's when you see nine or ten off the board, don't panic because there's four guys that are still sitting out there. And to be honest with you, when you look at the draft this this year, I see at least 13, 14 quarterbacks. And now with Vic in there, you're you're like you know 13 or 14 strong with Eli and Vic. I would start any of those guys this year. Uh, so don't panic. Sometimes when you have kids, the the problem is if you start to see a guy take one, another, like a second quarterback, it's time to strike. So where are you picking that draft? Are you on an end? I'm fifth. Okay, you're fifth, right? So that's okay. That's pretty. I like being in the middle. I don't have yeah. to worry about the yeah, run hitting me really hard. So, so you're you're okay there. And I would wait and just kind of be one of the last guys to get one and just load up on running backs and wide receivers. And a 14 teamer, you're going to need a man. And then non PPR yep. for Tavon Austin. This is tough because his ADP right now is 72, and in a 14 team league, that puts you at like sixth round. I don't know if I'm ready to give up a six-round – to spend a six-round pick on a rookie uh, like that in that offense. I mean, there's a lot of interesting running backs around that time, but that is a good depth area for wide receiver as well. I mean, I've got guys like Kay Britt at, at pick 74, T.Y. Hilton at pick 73. Those guys are going to be real big TD guys this year. Uh, even Mike Williams at pick 80, they just feel a lot safer. If you want upside – and your draft is kind of boring, and your team is like really soft. You know, I mean, solid and safe, like Colston and and Welker, or you know, maybe some safe safe plays all around. Then maybe you take a shot, but don't take too many of them. And if you get Austin, play a little safe in those in those couple of rounds right after that. Yeah, okay. you know, I agree with that. I agree with that, Scott and uh, Brian. Uh, I, I tell you what, you're gonna uh, you're gonna have a home run there uh, with. Uh, not uh, not going ahead and taking that uh, quarterback too early. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, it's something different. Um, and if I could get one more question, I'm, another league that I'm in happens to be a keeper league with some guys that I've been in since about 2003. And uh-huh. uh, I got a tight end dilemma. Um, I traded away Gronkowski, but on my roster I have from last year I have Brandon Myers, who's now with the yeah. Giants. What are your thoughts on a guy like Brandon Myers versus a Hakeem Nix? I got a choice of keeping one or the other. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I love love Brandon Myers, uh, but I love Hakeem Nix as well. Uh, It depends on what you want to uh, do moving forward to next year. It's hard to believe we're talking about uh, 2014, but uh, I would almost uh, keep uh, Brandon Myers, Scott. Uh, well, look, uh, for me, no, not not in any way, shape, or form. I'm uh, you, You've got a couple of big factors here. Look, I like Brandon Myers. We saw what he did last year. But there's a couple of, of real key questions you have to ask yourself. I mean, first of all, Hakeem Nix has pedigree. He, he, he's got size. He's got speed. He's got the best hands in the league probably, and he's got Eli Manning, right? Brandon Myers comes out of kind of nowhere, plays well for Oakland. But let me ask you a question. Brian, when's, when is when is when is the Giants? How long has it been since they've thrown and, and tight ends have caught sixty balls in their offense? They haven't. It's been forever. Fifty-five, fifty-nine catches the last couple of years. So there is no way, shape, or form I'm keeping keeping Myers over Nick. Nick has it all. He has pedigree. He has everything you could ask for. So just just keep Nick, man, and you're gonna be you're gonna be very happy for a long time. All right, I appreciate that. Thank you for the advice again. Love your right. tweets. Love the website. Appreciate it. Hey, man, and look, email me, Scott, at FFToolbox.com so we can get you a code. What do you want, the preseason pro or the free mock draft world championship team? Uh, I was just looking at that. Let's try the uh, mock draft world championship team. 
Nice. You'll love it, man. It's a fun simulator. You get on there, you draft against the computer opponents, you pick your favorite format, either PPR or non-PPR. The draft gets going. You make your team. When you're happy with your team, use the code and enter that one in, and uh, you can enter as many times as you want. Okay. And what was the email address again? Uh, Scott at FFToolbox.com. And, by the way, okay. Magic Man in the chat room says, three questions but only one prize. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You got me on that one. All right. Thanks again, guys. All right. Thanks, Good luck, man. Good luck. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of fun, man. I like I like when these guys bring in different formats, different things to the table. Yeah. That's uh, that's always a lot of fun. Let's go back to the let's go to the four oh seven area code, Mike. Uh four oh seven, you're on with Scott and Mike. What's your name and what's your question? Oh four oh seven, can you hear us? Four oh seven uh was there and he's gone, so let's move to a bigger number, 414. 4 is better than 407. Hi, it's uh, your almost Scott Mike. What's your name and what's your question? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, just calling from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, I got a question. I'm a 16-team league. It's Dynasty. Very competitive guys. I'm looking for a gem, a tight end, um, late. Uh, one of the, I'm looking for a guy that's going to be a Jimmy Graham in the future, maybe like mm-hmm. one of the rookies or, or a guy like Julius Thomas, a uh, second-year player. Which one of the, the new guys are on the scene is going to be uh, a possible gym for the future? Now, are you is this a startup dynasty league or a rookie uh, draft? It, it's a it's a dynasty league that's been around since '91, uh, so it's uh, rookies and guys that were cut and stuff. So okay, okay, so, like, so you uh, may have you yeah. You have a Rob Hausler out there. That's a big 16 team dynasty. You probably don't have a lot of big names out there, right? No, so like the Jared Cook types, they're gone already. So uh, I know like Julius Thomas is out there. Um, you know, all the rookies are out there. Um, mm-hmm. Cameron Jordan Cameron is uh, out there actually, uh, which is about wow, wow. Well, look, he's a, he's my absolute favorite that you just mentioned, Jordan Cameron. He's okay. he's he's in there with Chudnitsky and uh, uh, North Turner in that offense. I don't care who his quarterback is, Jordan Cameron. Uh, he's in my ten top ten top twelve dynasty wide receivers right now. I I I participated in two dynasty startups this year, and I I have him in both leagues. There's a guy also if you want to check out a good website, dynastyleaguefootball.com, and and these are our friends at Dynasty League Football because we are we host the Dynasty Football World Championship, and it's a it's a it's a contest we started this year, three hundred dollar entry fee. We accepted 144 teams, sold out in like two weeks flat. So we'll be expanding it next year, so definitely be on the lookout for that. But Ryan McDowell is one of the names that I really appreciate, and he has been sky high on Jordan Cameron all off season, and he looks to be right. He has him seventh on his board overall behind guys like Tyler Eifert and Vernon Davis. Now, if you have a chance at Tyler Eifert, you have to take him. Uh, well, he is, a, is, this a, is this a PPR or non-PPR? Non-PPR. Okay. Yeah, it's even better even better for Tyler Reifer because he is unstoppable in the red zone. Uh, Mike, I think you agree with that. You're a little bit worried, though, that he's not going to get the workload, but this is dynasty. We don't have to worry too long about Jermaine Gresham, you know, being in the way. What do you, what do you right. think of this well, guy in, in Kansas City, this uh, Travis Kelts? Love him. Yeah, like yeah, he's, good, he's, not, he's, not, he's not at this level. Eifert and Cameron and then Kelts. And, and I like Julius Thomas, too. He's going to get a lot of work. Those are some really good options. I mean, I, I like the fact that you're going to be able to upgrade. This is a very, very deep year for young tight ends, Mike. Every time I'm in a draft, I sit there and wait, and I'm, and I'm looking at guys like Fred Davis, and I'm looking at guys like Pettigrew, and I'm like, I could take safe plays, but I really believe in these young tight ends this year. Well, that's somebody I need right away. I got Jimmy Graham already, but I'm just looking for some, somebody for the future. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to agree for a long time. <laughs> what about what about Zach Ertz? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, man. Too. Yeah. It, it, you're talking about uh, very good options here at tight end. They, everything I've heard about Kelsey is he's going to be a breakout star. He has a little bit of uh, competition there in camp from veterans, and you know that Andy Reid is going to appreciate the veterans being there, but they they Kelsey is the biggest the best receiving option that they have. They they use Fazano as kind of a dual threat, blocking and receiving. Moiaki, while he's good, he can't stay healthy, and so it's not going to take long for him to be bounced. Kelsey will be one of Alex Smith's favorite targets 
uh, if not this year, but next year. And, and look, I love Ertz. He's like a power forward out there. Those guys, those those smaller safeties and linebackers, they're, they're going to have a very hard time covering him in a Chip Kelly offense. I'm really excited about Zach Ertz. But you've got so many big names there, man. You uh, Yeah, just pick one and, and go with it. And uh, if you could maybe grab a different position instead since you have Jimmy Graham, one of those guys is going to follow the second round. Why not take a running back or a wide receiver in that first round? Yeah, I, I'm just looking for later in the draft. I'm looking for because I'm, I'm kind of thinking that Tyler Eifert's going to go earlier than, than I, you know, I got some other guys scouted out at other positions. But I'm I'm kind of looking for the the guy that's going to slip late. But you know, because that's kind of how I well, got Jimmy um, back in the day. He slipped and. If, yeah, yeah. If you want to think late Ladarius Green, right? I mean, he might still be out there. And for San Diego, San Diego. Antonio Gates, yeah, we're, 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 we've been waiting on Ladarius last year. He showed us absolutely nothing. But he, to me, and as an avid Dynasty guy who's probably in 12 or 13 leagues uh, playing Dynasty, he was a guy that had the type of hype that, to me, like a Zach Ertz did. And we were excited about him. And he showed us, again, another guy that showed us nothing last year. But Sometimes it just takes a little while for guys. You're learning a new playbook and an offensive system, and it sometimes it takes a while. You get another year under his belt with that coaching staff, and now he seems to look like he might be turning the corner. And, and Rivers is going to need some weapons. So for a late option, I really like Ladarius Green. I think he might be somebody. And like you said, if you can get Julius Thomas, I think that's another option I'd take as well. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, man. Send an email to Scott at FF Toolbox, and uh, you can claim your prize. What do you want? Uh, you want the preseason pro, or do you want the mock draft team? Probably go to the mock draft team. All right, man. That's what I like. A little bit of gambling. All right, man. Thank you, Milwaukee. Yeah, thanks. Man, Milwaukee's big for fantasy, dude. I, I mean, they got the Packers. Yeah. They get to watch the Packers all the time. They get Wisconsin football and Monty Ball. We didn't even get to talk about Ball. We should have picked his brain. I wonder if he's still four one four. Are you still with us, Milwaukee? Can we talk yeah. about Monty Ball? What do you know? What do you know about Monty Ball? Uh, he's got a great nose for the end zone. I know that. Um, he plays bigger than his uh, stats are. Uh, he's a good receiver, and you know, he at least when he was in Wisconsin, he was a pretty good pass blocker too. So they say he's just not special. Do you think he's special? Um, I think he's special. Uh, he could be like a t- touchdown Tommy Vardell. I don't know that he's ever going to be a guy that's going to be much between the twenties. I don't think he really has the speed for the uh, pro game, but uh, mm-hmm. apparently the Broncos think otherwise. Oh, by the way, Fantasy Taz in the chat room says Vance McDonald, man. That's another good name. Look him up for San Francisco. I drafted him uh, just earlier today in a Dynasty rookie. Did you saw that? Did you, did you see that, Mike? I took Vance. Yep. Took Vance, Vance McDonald from San Fran. Yeah, very, okay. very good, talented uh, receiving weapon there. Vance McDonald for a deep threat. If, yeah, I kind of like him a little bit more than Ladarius Green, I think. Yeah, I like Vance McDonald. You might have to wait a little bit longer, but you've got Jimmy Graham. You can wait. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, thanks, All right, man. All right, yeah. Well, you know, I like to get that. I like to get that in in season, uh, that close feel from a guy that's there watching the games. You know, and Milwaukee just uh, look. They always have good uh, good seasons in basketball and college football, and then they got the Packers too. They're spoiled, man. They're spoiled fans. But uh, that that Milwaukee fan was nice. Nine eight nine area code. Uh, you're on Red versus Blue with Scott and Mike. What's your name and what's your question? Hi, my name's John. And my hey, John, question how's it going? is. I'm doing real good. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Um, I'm in a 10-team non-PPR league, picking seventh, and I'm coming in the season with Tom McCoy, Doug Martin, and Jimmy Graham. Based on who's picking ahead of me, it's looking like my best options, even though I can start three running backs and only have to start uh, one receiver, my best option here is probably going to be to go receiver, um, possibly a Demarius Thomas or Brandon Marsh. If I was going to go receiver, maybe a Roddy White would be available. Uh, a lot of the running backs are going to be gone. I'd probably be stuck with maybe a choice of like a DeMarco Murray or somebody like that. Um, what, what do you think? Well, you're well, loaded, right man. Now. McCoy, Martin, and Graham, he's loaded, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, he looks he looks pretty good to me. Uh, John uh, is uh, Giovanni Bernard uh, available? He is available, and you know, based on knowing these guys, I've been in this league with all these guys since '98. I could mm. probably get him in the third round still. So yeah, 
Well, look, you rattled off three very solid top ten non-PPR guys with Demarius, Marshall, and Roddy. I would not be surprised to see all three of those in your top ten next year. So pick your poison. I prefer Demarius Thomas uh, because of the touchdowns. I mean, I think he's a double-digit touchdown guy with or without Welker being added to the fold there. Uh, Marshall is more of a – they're both driven off of a lot of fantasy points, right? But if if, but if any of them are driven off of receptions, it's Brandon Marshall. He, he has 100 catch, 110 catch upside. So I like Demarius Thomas. To pair him with McCoy, Martin, and Graham – you're not. You're, you're going to be in good shape. You know, I mean, even for a ten-team league, that's more like a eight-team league roster, man. I mean, you've got yeah. you've got some really good keepers, and to be able to get Demarius, why didn't somebody keep Demarius? I don't understand. Well, because that guy, we we were an eight-team league. We just expanded to ten, and uh, the guy who had Demarius ended up keeping Aaron Rodgers, Arian Foster, and Elf Morris. Oh well, that's good options too. Wow, that's crazy. Hey, yep, well, good, good for you. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yep, I would uh, be happy about second, that. Mm-hmm. When it sneaks around back to the second, I was thinking about going quarterback there just because that might be the best guy at that point. And really the, the three big quarterbacks that are left at that point will be Matt Ryan, um, Kaepernick, and Tom Brady. My my big inclination was to go with Kaepernick just because the most upside, and I like the rushing abilities. But what do you guys think? Can't you get a Tom, Can't you get an Andrew Luck or a Matt Stafford later? I mean, I, those guys are all going to put up very similar numbers. You're talking about those quarterbacks being within 20 fantasy points of each other by the end of the year. So if you look at those, if you look at the guys from quarterback four to quarterback ten, they're going to be within you know a total of like 30, 35 points at the end of the year. That's hardly nothing. I would much rather get depth on your lineup and then just wait at that quarterback and get somebody later. Russell Wilson, Luck, Stafford, you know, pick up somebody else while everybody else is reaching. How many of those ten teams kept a quarterback, by the way? Uh, seven. Yeah, see, Luck, you're only competing Luck against three of them. Already gone. I would. Uh, oh, okay. Luck and Stafford are gone. Okay. You know, I, I was. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't chase Kaepernick that much. I really wouldn't. Uh, I would kind of hold off and uh, see what I could get at quarterback. Did and, somebody? Uh, did, yeah. Did somebody keep RG three? Yep. Yeah. So they kept Breeze, Rogers, Newton, Manning, Stafford, Luck, and RG three. There's just seven. Okay. Yeah. Yep, all those guys. The ones that were kept. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot yeah, of good but, quarterbacks yeah, out there, and you got to think that those guys are not going to take a court. <laughs> Those guys are not going to take a quarterback this early because they already have one on the board. Mike, go ahead. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, don't you think that's still a a lot of available quarterbacks? There's a lot of available ones. I I guess I just uh, fall in love with the Russian quarterbacks. I have two third-round picks, one early and one day, so I could definitely probably get one of those, the Brady, Ryan, somebody there if I wanted to wait until the next round and pick up a guy like, Randall Cobb, possibly, with that second-round pick. Yeah, I would well, I would try to wait. You know, look, yeah. Mike, it's the same thing in, in all of our leagues. You know, we, we all play in fantasy yeah. in lots of leagues. There is something that makes you feel good about just putting a, line, a quarterback in your lineup and just forgetting it, you know. Everybody's scared to death to play matchups, it seems like, anymore. That's what's happened to the league after the last couple of years. Everybody's scared to play matchups, but not me. I'm okay with playing matchups. I'll wait, and I'm going to load up, and I'm going to beat these guys at running back and receiver, and I'm going to be able to sustain the injuries, the bye weeks, the bad pickups, and sometimes the flat-out bad play of some of the players. I want to be able to survive because I'm going to have options. While everybody else is firing away at their quarterback, I'm going to be just plugging away and taking value as it comes. And This happens every year, Mike. We all get carried away with the quarterback, and this is the deepest year for quarterbacks ever in a 10-teamer. You're guaranteed sure. a really good one, even when everybody has one and a couple of guys have two. Well, see, Scott, yeah. here's what the, the, the caller is just asking the perfect question. It, you know, he doesn't know if he should go ahead and pull the trigger with RG3 because uh, he's, uh, you know, he's a Russian quarterback. The Russian quarterbacks, it seems like everybody is scared of the Russian quarterbacks because they're going to tend to get injured. So uh, that, that's a valid question that he's asking. It's like, well, I, I don't know what to do here because he might rush a lot. Well, you know, 
I might get blocked a lot. I might I might get pulled over, whatever. But the bottom line is uh, you got to go. You're definitely getting time. pulled over. You, that's an understatement. You getting pulled over, uh, yeah, on a Friday night after Red versus Blue, yeah, it's happening. But, but, but you understand what I'm saying. I mean, it's just you have to you have to dissect and and understand where you're going with. And if, if you're going to draft a running quarterback, expect that stuff to happen. If you're going to draft a drop back passer, hey, you're going to be all right. Just make sure he's good. All right, John. Uh, listen, man, uh, it's a good good lead. You have a very good squad. Uh, send an email to scott at fftoolbox.com for your prize code. What do you want, the uh, the mock draft world championship team, or do you want the preseason pro package? I'll go with the mock draft. All right, man. Send an email to scott at fftoolbox. Thanks for calling, John. Good luck, buddy. Hey, uh, real quickly, what, what's your guys' oh, sure. opinion on Eddie, La- on Eddie Lacy? I know Cedric Benson performed really well last year when he was there in Green Bay, and I, yeah. I think uh, Lacy's got the same sort of build but with more speed and more ability. So do you think he could outperform what Benson did early last year? I, I absolutely agree with you. In this offense, he has a great opportunity. He's got pedigree as well. He flashed well in the, in the preseason and the camp. And I think he's a little bit undervalued right now at his current ADP, which you can find at Toolbox as well. He's at the average pick draft position of 58. So that's at the end of the fifth round, Mike. I think you could do a whole lot worse uh, than, than than taking some Eddie Lacy. Now, this Dewan Harris kid is intriguing because he's got speed, a 4-3 speed, and McCarthy says we view him as a starter. I don't see that as being the case. I think Lacy will take a row. And I, and I talked to a high-stakes player today. Actually, he was in love with him as well. And so I like to talk to those guys who who start to get on these guys. And Lacey's going to be a guy that probably rises up the draft boards. He'll probably be a fourth rounder by the time Vegas comes, Mike. Well, you know what? I, I tell you what, I, I believe in McCarthy. I believe what he says. But uh, I love Lacey. But uh, I tell you what, that's Dewan Harris. They're talking him up for a reason. And, uh, I, you know, he's been uh, moved up and every draft board I've been watching. So, I don't know. We'll yeah. see what happens with that. Uh, he, he's going to get a chance to fit into that zone blocking scheme, and that's what's going to be exciting. I think he has uh, he has the juice to, to get that done. John, good luck, man. Thanks, guys. 989 area code was in the house. Okay, we're, we're going to go ahead and move on, Mike. 716 area code. You are on with Scott and Mike and Red vs. Blue. This is the live call-in show, so what's your name and what's your question? Uh, John from Buffalo, New York. Hey, what's going on, John from Buffalo? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. As far as fantasy sports guys, you you guys are it. Um, I have blasted your website to every league that I I've been in, which which has actually gotten me burnt. <laughs> <laughs> Once they start, yeah. Well, you know, it's like that hidden website, Mike, that you find and you just want to keep it to yourself. Uh, and then uh, when, once you let everybody else know about it, they're like, wow, I had no idea there was all this information out there. Well, good. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say, John. What, what, are, you, what are you facing? You, you've already had your draft or you're getting ready for your big draft? No, I'm, get, I'm getting ready for my draft. Um, we, we moved it. We wanted to wait till after Labor Day because we knew that guys were going to be going on vacation. And what my question is, and I know – a lot of callers out there are probably wondering is how much value do we put on these injuries that are getting talked about by the coaches that are saying, uh, for example, um, Stevie Johnson, he, he didn't go on the field today, and, and, and guys, uh, other high-profile, you know, high-rated players, how much are these coaches – holding back so that they don't show their show their deck before the regular season? Mike, that's a great question. Uh, John, thank you for asking it. Mike, we, I talked about this with a guy today, and I said, this Arian Foster news, it's getting a little ridiculous. Every single year it's the same song. He's hurt, he's dinged up, and it scares fantasy owners, and then somebody gets a steal. I know you got him last year at six. It sounds like this year people are going to get him at eight or nine. And I'm kind of down on him already before this news, so I'm not really the Arian Foster type guy. But at the same time, it seems like sometimes this news that just comes out, it is kind of smoking mirrors a little bit, kind of keep you off your off your game a little bit. And, and yeah, there's no, doubt about it. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, it's like a uh, 
you know, crying wolf, so so to speak. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, John. All all you have to do, in my opinion, is just uh, follow each player that you're scheduled or that you want to pick. Uh, just follow them day by day. Chances are most of it is just a big bunch of crap, in my yeah. opinion. And they'll end up uh, doing the plan. Um, but there's been uh, different situations. Uh, I think you said uh, Stevie Johnson. I mean, that's a perfect situation where he's going to be fine. Yeah. Stevie and Johnson he, is one that, I, that I'm a little worried about, though, Mike, because you not only do you have the injuries, the persistent injuries now with Stevie Johnson, and this dates back quite a while, but you also have pretty pretty young quarterback player. You've got bad quarterback playing Cobb, and then you've got young quarterback play, which I actually prefer EJ Manuel, but it's still there's going to be a learning curve there. And, and I don't know if there's chemistry yet, you know, especially when you've been dinged up. I do know that EJ Manuel and Robert Woods have chemistry, and that's important to a young quarterback. So at the price, unless Stevie Johnson starts to fall down the draft board where I'm comfortable taking him, I'm probably staying away from Stevie Johnson because the company that he has on the on most people's draft boards is guys like James Jones and Cecil Shorts and Josh Gordon and T.Y. Hilton and Kenny Britton. Every one of those names I will take before Stevie Johnson. So I would he would have to slip for me into the the Lance Moore – uh, Denarius Moore, Vincent Brown kind of area in the 80s, not in the 70s. So that's that's just for me. Well, John, I think, uh, I, I think I, you guys are a Buffalo fan, right? I think you guys are the most professional. I, I have never listened to, and, and I listen to the CBS and the NBC, and I have four TVs going at once, and I listen <laughs> to the CBS, the ESPN, uh, the Stefania Bell, and you guys are the most professional um, gentlemen that I've ever heard talk on, on a radio or blog or Internet. Um, you, you haven't, you know, <laughs> you haven't put down any callers or, or shied away from anything, and I, I just want to say thank you. Um, I'm really not a Bills fan. I'm a Detroit Lions fan, actually. And boy. <laughs> But I live in I, I live in Buffalo. Unfortunately, I, I'm a transplant from Detroit. Thank God I got out of there. But um, it's not too much better here in Buffalo. But you guys are awesome. Hey, thank you, John. We appreciate the kind of words, man. I don't know how long you've been listening to Red Blue. Right. We're not that professional for sure. But uh, John, do me a favor. Uh, send an email to Scott at FFToolbox.com and tell me which prize code, prize you want. You you qualify for now a free mock draft World Championship team or the preseason pro package, get picks from the high-stakes pros, which we just launched today. Which would you prefer? Oh, I would definitely prefer the um, preseason. Preseason pro. Well, good deal, man. That's uh, the picks from the pros, man. I know I'm the first person. I'm like the first person that I heard to choose that. But, you know, I'm I'm, I'm not quite at my draft yet, so I want to have the edge on the other guys. Absolutely, man. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, we had well, the first caller, CJ, took it, uh, and, and John took it. And, you know, it makes a lot of sense because around these high-stakes guys, when you've, when you've seen them win year after year after year, they know a little bit of something about fantasy football and the guys that you should be picking. And I said, look, don't hold back, guys. These these are going People are going to listen to your advice and, and check it out, and they're probably going to feel you out a little bit. But, you know, your, your record stands for itself. When you're cashing year after year in these high-stakes events like they do, I said, but, look, don't hold back. Give them the best you have, and they promised me they would, and that's the picks that they gave us. They gave us a comeback player, a bust, a sleeper, a breakout, and a last-round stash and cash, and that's that's pretty valuable to, I think, everybody. And then I said, look, if you nail your picks and you're looking pretty good, there's a very good chance that the public at FF Toolbox, the fans of the box, are going to come back and probably acquire some information from you in the future. And, and that's what it's all about, giving these guys, these players that are the best, some of the best in the world, a platform. And then let the fans decide who they want. If if there's somebody that you really like and you like their opinions and you like what they put together and their picks pan out for you, uh, you'll probably be back next year and you'll probably be subscribing to them. So that's a good call from John Scott, uh, in Buffalo, man. Scott, uh, I just want to tell you right now, this show is 45 minutes deep, and uh, I love every one of the uh, the callers, the, the impact. Uh, uh, Shaw, C.J. Bryan, John, John. I mean, it just – it's a, it's a lot of fun, so uh, let's keep on rolling, man. Uh, 
in the chat room. They're going at there's uh that's a huge, huge chat room here, Red versus Blue tonight. Six six one. Uh you're on the air with Red versus Blue. Give us your name and your question. We got a little got a little jam there, Mike. We have, you wanna hear it again? <laughs> No. Got, we got a little jam going on. Six one. You're, you're back no. on the air. No. All right. We'll we'll wait for him to get his phone cleared up. This looks like a Skype caller. We get a Skype caller now from uh, for Red versus Blue. Uh, am I on? You are, man. No. Who is this? Yeah. Uh, hey, man. Uh, my name's Andrew from uh, Provo County, Ohio. Hey, what's going on, Andrew? You had your grass yet? I'm sorry, uh, can you say that guy? I didn't really understand it. I think Mike asked if you were a Reds fan. Uh, not really. No, me neither, Mike. Keep the the baseball talk out of this show. This is a call-in prize show. I don't need you embarrassing us with baseball questions, Mike. Keep the Reds talk out of here, man. Just keep it out. Like the Wildcats. We don't want to talk about the Wildcats. We don't want to talk about baseball. Just keep it out. Okay, Andrew, this is your floor. This is your show. What do you got? You yeah. got a draft coming up? Actually, I had a question. Uh, do you guys keep up with a lot of the uh, not necessarily full-on minor league sports, but uh, pretty up close to it, like local community sports that are pretty close to the minors, if you know what I'm talking about? I have, I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. What do you, what, what do you mean, like – is this a, uh, is this a, a a league outside after after uh, college and you didn't make the pros? So yeah, it's it's kind of like that. But um, no, where I'm from in uh, Provo County, we actually have our own team. It's called the Farquad Ogres. And recently, our quarterback was just suspended for uh, what was it? it? Was disappropriate? It was like misappropriate conduct or something like that. I don't know. Our quarterback, Shrek, took our tight end, ran Smongins up his ass, and turned him into the wide receiver. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know it wasn't oh, going God. anywhere, man. You, you have no idea. Yeah, it took me a while. Mobile App Startup was like, hang up, Scott, hang up on him, you know, and I, I just I kept giving him the benefit of the doubt, man. Jeez. Oh, you know, this is Red versus Blue. That's why you get a little bit of fun here. This is Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Mike Davidson, 3-7. What you got, man? Oh, hey guys, how you guys doing? Doing good. What, what, what's your question tonight? Um, so I've been recently um listening to uh, well, kind of getting into American uh, sports, and I was wondering what you could uh, suggest to be a few good teams to follow. Mike, he's getting into American sports, and he wants to know a, a few good teams that he could follow. Um, the Louisville yeah. Cardinals, the Louisville Cardinals in football and in basketball, and uh, what else? We have the Indianapolis Colts in the NFL. You have the best quarterback, young quarterback in the league, Andrew Luck, arguably. How can how can a guy with a horseshoe on his head with his last name of Luck? How could that be wrong, Mike? You know, so yeah, watch the Colts. That'd be that'd be good. Uh, you know, you get you get you a get you a Colts jersey, and uh, well, maybe you, you probably want to watch some games first. See if you like football. Do you do you watch any football, or you like basketball or baseball? What's your what's your sport of choice? Uh, what do you mean by football? Do you mean soccer, football, or football as in American football, football? Well, I'm asking you, which which football do you prefer? Um, I prefer. Uh, I actually prefer rugby, but um. I, uh, which I guess is like your version of football. Mike, have you ever watched a rugby game, dude? That stuff's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I I've got tickets to go see um the Four Lions all the time when they come the when they go on. Very nice, very nice. Well, Mike, look, we've uh, we're, this is a fantasy football show, so if you have a fantasy question, uh, we'd oh, yeah. be happy to answer it. Yeah. Go um, ahead. If you were to put up uh, if you were to put up the um. Say, hmm, uh, pick any team you want. Pick any team you want, uh, and I'll I'll suggest someone you can put up against them. Um, if you if you were to put up the, uh, I, I don't I, I I don't know where that was going, Mike. I'm sorry. This is a fantasy football show, Mike. Look, we had a good run there for a while. 
there's, there's ten minutes left in the show. I want to. I, I need to bring up a, a little bit of what else we're doing, Mike. The, the show started. A, you can only take callers for so long before it starts to fall apart, and you get the internet callers to start pounding away at you, man. It's it gets it gets a little rough out here. Do we lose Mike too? We lost Mike. Well, that's the good. Uh, that's the cell phone. That's the cell phone for Mike. Okay. Well, guys, it's just me. Uh, we've got a cool chat room here tonight. Uh, Twenty nine strong here. FF Magic Man Fantasy QB. Thank you to everybody that's been in the chat tonight. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we have the uh, again the Moth Draft World Championship. Oh, Mike's back now. He's got a story for us. Mike, what's your story now? You, you you got a new phone. You're on a Samsung Galaxy. And what happened? Did it? Did you hit the wrong button or what? Mike? Yeah, I'm here. Mike. Oh, dear God. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it, this new phone is screwed up, man. What's up? It's not the phone. It's the user. It's it's absolutely the user. Uh, Mike, so look, here's what I just heard uh, in the chat room. Dewan Harris, who started tonight for the Packers, he did exit with an knee injury. I missed it. I was getting ready for the show. I didn't get to see it. But I'll tell you this about this game tonight. I love the Seahawks. Yep. And I've been saying it all off season. Uh, there's no reason to discount anybody on that Seahawks team. You have guys like Russell Wilson, who once they unleashed him in that offense, he was fantastic. He was spectacular, and he has very good mechanics. He's very sound as a quarterback. If you're doubting Russell Wilson, you're wrong. You're wrong about Russell Wilson. So I'll, I'll just keep it really simple. If you're down on Marshawn Lynch, you're wrong. Okay, I know you like people that catch the ball right. 50 times. He's going to catch the ball 20, 25 times probably, and he's going to get you double-digit touchdowns. The guy is a warrior monster true blood, right? This guy can do it all on the field. And just go back and watch a highlight video from Marshawn Lynch in 2012, and you will just think to yourself, why would I pass on this guy for any reason whatsoever? Now, I like Matt Forte. Well, Matt Forte, he might be getting goal line this year, and maybe he's coming up to the 10, 10 spot. But if it were me right now, I'm not taking Matt Forte over Marshawn Lynch. And I know there's a lot of high no state guys that no disagree way, no with way. me. Go ahead, Mike. You, you you take it. Yeah, you know I've been looking at uh, running backs, and uh, it seems like uh, if you don't uh, if you don't draft some of those running backs, the first eight, so to speak, the first uh, uh, seven, that. Well, you might as well forget about him. Well, I'll tell you what, Marshawn Lynch is one that I've been thinking about quite a bit, Scott. And I mean, I'm, I've looked at him and looked at him, and he looks fine, and that team looks fine. Uh, the only downside, I feel, is going to be Russell Wilson. Like I said, I, I don't expect a great year out of Russell Wilson, but I expect a huge year out of Marshawn Lynch. So, you know, this could be a perfect scenario if you're drafting, say, uh, 10 11, you could get a stud like Marshawn Lynch and then come back with a uh, Jimmy Graham. Just like I said, top of the show. Yeah, and, you know, again, I just I just do not want uh, – this is not the year to take the tight end early. No matter how many points he's going to score, uh, you have to start in most of these leagues at least three wide receivers. And the FFWC – and the rotable format, you have to start at least three wide receivers. You've got to be thinking about plugging those spots every single week uh, with starters. You only have to start one tight end. That's easy to do. So when you start talking about missing out on a stud wide receiver and plugging in a Jimmy Graham, that wide receiver three or four that you start better be a gold mine. You better hit. You better not miss. And I'm not confident that I'm not going to miss because no matter how we look in the preseason, day one, Mike, on Sunday afternoon, yeah. when you and I are sitting at the Mirage Sportsbook in one of the big comfy chairs, right, we probably have, uh, you know, we probably yeah. just had a nice breakfast. We're sitting there. We've got our drinks all ready. The games are getting ready to start. It's like 10 a.m. or, you know, in the morning in Vegas. And when the games start, about halfway through the games, we're going to look at each other, and we're going to know what kind of team we have just drafted. You're going to know. Yeah. It doesn't take long. When you got ten games going at one o'clock in the afternoon, you're gonna know how good your team is pretty darn quick. Well, yeah, yeah, you will. You'll know by uh, Sunday night, and then you're you're gonna think, "Wow, I should have done this. I should have done that." Or, "Hey, I hit a home run." You never know, Scott. I mean, you know, it, it goes either way, and uh, I don't think the Ogletree 
factor is going to happen this year. It might. I mean, there there might be a player that's going to bust out on Thursday, uh, but I, I don't I don't really see that happening. But uh, well, we brought it up. We brought it up earlier. It could be Julius Thomas. What about Julius Thomas, Mike? He's been getting all the work and pretty much lots of the first team snaps with Peyton. They want to see that chemistry get going. I don't think it's Jacob Tammy this year, and I never thought it was Joel Dreesen. I mean, there's going to be a little bit of contributions by all those guys. But with Julius Thomas, he represents some nice upside for a for a very potent offense. I mean, you can't keep everybody happy in that offense, but Peyton's gonna he's gonna come darn close. Yeah, you're right, and there's no way uh, there's no way Jacob Tammy's gonna uh, be a big time fantasy factor, if, if that makes sense. But uh, Julius Thomas, no no doubt about it. I mean, he's gonna make a difference. And uh, but uh, how did it, we get started on Julius Thomas? I don't understand. Do what? I don't know. How did we even start talking about Julius Thomas? Why did his name come up? Well, it just uh, it just happens. Just happens. Yeah, that's what happens this time well, of year. Yeah, man. Look, I've been working nineteen hour days for the last three weeks, and uh, it's been been a lot of fun. We're doing the Google Hangouts every Thursday afternoon at three o'clock Eastern. If you're not on Google Plus, get on Google Plus. It's a very cool platform. We've already accumulated fifty thousand followers on Google Plus. So Facebook, Twitter, I'm talking to you, Google Plus is here to play ball. There are tons of fantasy football fans on Google Plus, and you can get involved in the Hangouts. So if you like listening to me on the, on the radio and on, the, on, the, on these podcasts, well, you know what? Uh, we're doing the video podcast and the Google Hangouts. So come hang out with us, hang out, and we'll talk fantasy football every Thursday at 3 o'clock. We're going to get you ready for the Thursday night game, your starts and your sits some of the best high-stakes players in the country. We're going to be bringing them on the air on 3 o'clock on Thursdays, and that is that does automatically post to YouTube, so you can always come back and check out the show. Mike, what what would you have? Yeah, Scott, this is uh, August 23rd. I mean, we are in the, in the meat and potatoes of what we're talking about, and uh, yeah. talk to me a little bit about uh, Sirius XM, uh, Sirius and what you and uh, uh, Fantasy uh, Toolbox, I mean – what what have you guys been doing? I mean, it's been pretty exciting. Yeah, well, you know what? The Roto Experts are playing Roto Bowl this year, and so they've invited us on to talk about Roto Bowl. They want to win the thing. You've got Scott Engel. You've got Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. You've got Adam Ronis. You've got Dr. Roto, Mark Bloom. You've got all these guys from uh, Sirius XM and Roto Experts playing in the Roto Bowl. And so you can play, too. RotoBowl.com are still online times available. But I'm more excited, man. I'm telling you, I'm really excited about this Mock Draft World Championship. It takes five or ten minutes to draft. Go to MockDraftNow.com. That's MockDraftNow.com. Oh, that was cheesy. It's wow. <laughs> like an infomercial, doesn't it? MockDraftNow.com. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to remember. We use it on the radio a lot because it's easy for people to, you know, while you're in the car. You can't say, go to SFToolbox.com, scroll down to see the simulator, and then click on that, and then go pick up. Just Mock Draft Now. And you have a lot you know of money. There's a huge and, prize package involved. Yeah. And, and you know what's fun is, uh, you know, there is a huge prize uh, package involved. And uh, and the fun thing about it is, I, I don't know, you know, some of these listeners, they might not know, but uh, you got a uh, you got a, a guy that threw a no-hitter and a guy that uh, drives NASCAR, <laughs> Derek Lowe and uh, Austin Dillon. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be Bill and Austin Dillon are, are in the Roto Bowl too. Uh, Fantasy Taz is in the Roto Bowl. FF Magic Man is in the Roto Bowl. Wow. Uh, we we we've got uh, Joe Jefferson and Lutra Quilly and Dave Turp from the BFD Fantasy Power of uh, the Fantasy website. They they are in Roto Bowl. Uh, Mike Clay from Pro Football Focus is in Roto Bowl. Mark Caviglia from BrutalBoys.com. Uh, is in Roto Bowl. And then Tony Sincata also, I didn't mention, from Roto Experts. That's awesome. So it's a lot of fun, man. We're, we're having a blast. I know you signed up for a couple of teams. You're going to be going out in Vegas, and that I absolutely yes, love. Sir. If you haven't checked out the free roll, there's a free roll tournament where we're giving away $10,000. You can come to Vegas and draft if you're in the area. Stop by while everybody else is drafting Roto Bowl. And, uh, by the way, they're saying take Tate in a redraft over Michael Floyd. Tate in a redraft. I love Golden Tate, Mike. Talent plus opportunity plus pedigree plus contract okay. here, baby. Right. The stars right. are aligned. <laughs> the stars are aligned for Golden Tate. Mike, well, it's a lot of fun, dude. I'm so glad you're you're having fun with Red versus Blue. You're a big part of what we do I here. Am. And uh, Thank you, we bro. Will, we will talk to you next week. 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. Well, there we go. 